Our reading for tonight is the Old Testament selection appointed for the week from Amos chapter 9, beginning at the 11th verse. And that day I will raise up the booth of David that has fallen, and repair its breaches, and raise up its ruins, and rebuild it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom, and all the nations who are called by my name, declares the Lord who does this. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treader of grapes him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel, and they shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine, and they shall make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant them on their land, and they shall never again be uprooted out of the land that I have given them, says the Lord your God. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now on these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. In the name of Jesus. As a young child, I was often curious how things worked. My mom and dad, in their bedroom on their bedside table, had an old AM radio that was, well, it was pretty big for an AM radio, about yay wide and about yay tall, and it had a big dial on the front with three knobs. The problem was that we lived way out in the country, 30 miles outside of a town of about 7,000 people, and radio reception was not that great, even with an AM radio, which goes a long ways. So when I was in second grade, I was at the library, and I decided to check out a book on electronics. And I read about transistors and resistors, and I read about soldering irons and circuits. And I thought to myself, self, maybe I can make that AM radio get a little more range and perhaps get a ball game on or two. I asked my father and he said, it doesn't work very well. It's 30 years old. Do whatever you want with it. I took it apart. I used Dodd's soldering iron, had a nice pile of pieces off to the side. I tried to rebuild it. It didn't work out so well. The radio never worked again. And our Old Testament text from Amos. Amos is a minor prophet, one of the 12 minor ones. He lives just before the time of Isaiah. He lives prior to the Babylonian exile, both for the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. Amos himself grew up in the southern kingdom, but God had called him from being a farmer, from being a dresser of fig trees, to be a prophet. To declare a message specifically for the northern kingdom, which would be, the first ones to go into exile. He proclaimed again and again, repent, stop worshiping false gods, return to the Lord your God. And he also said that because of their sin, because of their failure to repent, because of their false idols, that they would be torn apart to bits and pieces, that they would be taken off into slavery and exile. 
If that's all the book of Amos was, woe for those who heard it as well as us who read it still today. Because we come to chapter 9, verse 11, and we go from hearing all about the law to the precious gospel. Verse 11 reads, In that day I will raise up the booth of David that is fallen. The word booth is most best understood as the dwelling place of God, the tabernacle, which David had asked God to build for him, but God said, No, David, your son Solomon will build that first temple. So the tabernacle of David, what is it? It is the lineage of David. It is the promise that there will come a rebuilding, a repairing, that will make things better than they ever were, that all people will now be able to hear loudly and clearly who God is, and that many will be part of God's family. Amos continues, I will repair its breaches. I will raise up its ruins. I will rebuild it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations who are called by my name. The remnant of Edom. What does Edom have to do with God's people? The Edomites were the sworn enemies of the Israelites. Can an enemy, your enemy, be saved? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? We are called to pray for our enemies, for those who we disagree with. We're called to pray for our leaders, which we will just a little later in the service pray for our newly inaugurated president. Whether you like him or not, God has yet allowed our leaders to be elected and has called us to pray for them and has also promised that his word will continue to be proclaimed. For all have been knit together in Christ. In him there is life, there is eternal life, there is forgiveness of sins, life and salvation. Thus, the work of the church continues, and perhaps even this work, this proclamation, as in the days of Amos, is even more needed today than it was yesterday. But the gospel promise for you remains. For the booth of David that has fallen, those who had rejected God's promise of a Savior who was to come, God has repaired has built a bridge to himself through the person of his Son, Jesus Christ, who has repaired your sinful nature, has provided a way for you to stand in the very presence of the Most High God through your baptism and in faith, and has promised that though this world fall apart, that he will yet preserve you. Thanks be to God that I'm not Jesus. I can't even repair a simple AM radio. But Jesus, your Savior, has come and restored life, promises a resurrection just as he experienced for you and for all people, and even a new heaven and a new earth yet to come. Behold, these days are coming. In the name of Jesus.